Humanitarian aid flights are continuing to arrive in the Pacific island of Tonga after a massive undersea volcanic eruption blanketed the South Pacific island nation with ash, destroyed homes and triggered huge tsunami waves. At least three people died after the January 15 blast. Shock waves from the eruption were felt around the world. Scientists at NASA say the blast was hundreds of times stronger than the U.S. atomic bomb dropped on Hiroshima in 1945. Tonga's made up of a about 170 islands, is located about 2,000 miles east of Australia. Communication is still cut off for some of the 36 islands where people live. An undersea telecommunications cable connecting Tonga to the rest of the world was severed by the blast. The island nation is now in dire need of food and clean water. This is Drew Havea, vice president of the Tonga Red Cross. Dusty Nukalofa is a huge problem. Uh, people are still struggling to clean their homes, uh, struggling to clean the roof of their houses. Uh, so everybody's, uh, even the unaffected areas by the tsunami, are all affected by the ash. We go now to the capital of Tonga, the city of Nuku'alofa, where we're joined by Marian Kupu, a reporter for Broadcom Broadcasting. Marian, we're so relieved to be able to speak with you. Can you describe what took place? Uh, describe the extent of the volcano. Thank you. Um, I don't know how I can describe or compare what we experienced, what we seen, what we felt on the 15th of January, that was Saturday. Um, it was a very, uh, it was a very new experience, very scary experience that I know we will never forget. The, the panicking, the queuing, the, the confusion that the people had because we do not know or have experience or know what to do um, after that, during the explosion, during the tsunami, and after the tsunami, with the rocks, the ashes, and the thunder, and also to learn that some of the islands have been fully destroyed. Can you describe what happened to you and your family? Describe January 15th, what you were doing, what you heard and saw. We were at home, um, as usual, Saturday. It's, it's a cleaning day for, for Tongan people, and it's a day for, for the Tongan people to get ready for Sunday, because Sunday is um, it's taboo for, for shops to open. Sunday is just church service and staying home, having this east. So basically we were just at home, getting everything ready and just laying back. And then around after five, um, that's when we first heard the first bang. The first thing that, that I can really recall was my ears ringing. It was, it was, it was very new. Everything else just, it was just blank. All I can remember was just trying, because we were very, very much aware that it is the volcano. Because since last year, we've been seeing lightning from there. We've been seeing um, clouds in the sky, just weird cloud colors in the sky. It would be pinkish. It would, it would, it would just be very new for us here in the islands to witness this. So... I think it is a good thing that we've had experience or witnessed 
that there is, and, and know that there is a volcano that is very active down at the west side of Tonga or, or the main island also. That as soon as the blast went on, the first blast went on, we knew exactly what to do. And we knew that there is a, 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 a volcano. All we, all we can think of is just running away from the sea because where my village is close to uh, the main island and it's also close, but not too close to the shoreline of where the, the, the waves came. All we did was just to drive away from the Galofa, drive away from the shore. And then describe the impact and on the islands and what you even understand at this point, more than a week later, with the only internet line cut um, it, with the volcano going off. Thinking back um, around, I'm not pretty sure if it was Wednesday or Thursday, we experienced, we woke up in the morning and smell this very distinctive smell. It was not a nice smell. This is, I'm not sure if it was Wednesday or Thursday morning, all of the country can smell that. And we finally throughout the day, we can make up and, and, and thought it, it came from the volcano. So these are the things that we, we now have experienced and we can now know if if, if we, we treat the volcano now that is active, right? So if a smell comes today, definitely we will be ready for another volcanic uh, eruption in two or three days to come. So these are the signs that we have looked back and, 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 and thought of, of, of it. And just, it makes sense to what we have experienced um, with the connection or the fire optic, uh, fire, fire, uh, fiber cable is down because it's laid on the on the seashore under the seabed, which cater all the internet connection uh, with us here in Tonga. However, here at Broadcom, we were able uh, to connect with the rest of the world. We were practically one of the public or private companies that ever started connecting with the first hand to connect with the world, besides the embassies here. Is because we were using our satellite, and our satellite carriers is from the Kasifiki um, satellite company. Um, that's how we were able. In the meantime, there is limited access to internet. We are working together with Tonga Corporation uh, Communication, which is called TCC, a local-owned company. Can you talk about the which is Marion? Can you talk about the effect of the ash on the water supply and? What kind of international aid are you getting? What do you need? The whole country, and I mean the whole country or island, is covered with ash from the highest building to the lowest. It's covered with ash. So all the all our water tanks. Majority of our water tanks in private homes, we gather our water from rainwater. That's our everyday drinking water, which is safe water, nice, clear, clean water. However, when ashes came and it just it has um, it, uh, polluted our, our tank and uh, is now advised not to take. However, there is uh, we're very fortunate to have uh, aid coming on our shore. 
They're coming on ashore. They're also coming in our ports, um, water supplies, uh, clothing, food, and also tents for temporary shelter for those that have lost their homes. Um, according to the um, IMF uh, just two years ago, Tonga is one of the world's most exposed countries to climate change and natural disasters, suffered the highest loss from natural disasters in 2018, is among the top five over the last decade. Can you talk about volcanoes and climate change? Every year in Tonga, we are expecting a natural disaster. Our our most our hurricane season is from January to March, or even can extend. So every year we will be expecting uh, a, a tropical cyclone. We've had experienced uh, tropical cyclones for year and for years, and we have um, overcome them. And we are always prepared for hurricane seasons with tropical cyclones. Uh, we have never been prepared for a volcanic eruption. Here in the mainland, we were historic. Tonga is not even the Tonga. This, the mainland is not even a, a, a volcanic island. Um, the furthest island of Tonga from here is a newest, the newest. The newest are closer to Samoa than here to us here in the mainland. Those two uh, islands are the volcanic island, and they've been weeping stories coming from them from eruption. Um, but never here in the mainland. And, and this is something really new for us. And what about, finally, um, the issue of international aid and COVID in this era of COVID? We treat all cargoes coming in, all the supplies or, or anything that lands on our, on, on our country, call, um, on the, the way we treat when we have supplies for COVID, which is we do not accept or well uh, or offload passengers. Only cargoes are, are are allowed to come out from the planes, and they are taken to a quarantine place for three days before we are allowed to be before we allow to use them or distribute them. This is also a. Uh, applies to our ships coming in. They are offloaded and are kept in a secured, designated uh, place for quarantine for three days before we can actually use them. We do not accept or we uh, we still follow the COVID because we still have to be cautious that there is COVID around in the world. Um, I'm, I can brag that we have only had one weak positive uh, case here so far, but since the COVID uh, 19, we have never had a serious COVID problem here. And in, in this last 30 seconds, Marion Kupu, as you speak to us from Tonga, I think it's our first broadcast from Tonga, though we've interviewed people from Tonga when it comes to the climate crisis. What is your message to the world? You'll be expecting. I don't think this would be the last disaster or nature disaster that the Tonga would be experiencing. Every year after year, we'll be having uh, nature disasters. And year after year, we'll be expecting aid to come for us because we cannot control nature. But this is what we have to live for and live with. And this is normal for us here in the island.